With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Instant Reaction Podcast. HawkeyeNation.com. Andrew Downs with you here on a Tuesday night. And it's a happy Tuesday night. Look, that's not a great Michigan State team by any means, but any win over the Spartans is a good win, especially one that stops a three-game losing streak from happening uh, to the Hawkeyes, especially one in which Iowa uh, did not play great, certainly let Michigan State hang around, uh, gave up a lot of, well, we'll get into that, but... um, you got let's let's start with the positive, right? You got to feel good about getting a win over Michigan State, eighty four seventy eight. The final, Iowa improves to uh, thirteen and four on the season, and seven and three in Big Ten play. Uh, and the Luca Garza show continues. Garza had another great night, twenty seven points, twelve rebounds, couple of assists, couple of blocks, uh, and really was huge down the stretch. Missed a couple, yeah, had a couple of, of issues real late. But there was a that that nice period, I think when Iowa went, you know, from seventy to seventy-seven on the scoreboard, with you know seven to three minutes left in the game or something like that, uh, and and they just kind of kept feeding Garza, and he was able to just continue to to score. And uh, when he didn't score, he made nice passes, and uh, it was you know it just made you realize. How much we're gonna miss him at some point? Uh, you know, I put that out on Twitter, and some people were saying, "Well, you know, not next year necessarily. I, I think it'll be next year." Um, but whenever it is, there will be nights like tonight where offensive rebounds aren't uh, being gotten in key moments, and uh, guys aren't able to make those post moves, and we will realize uh, what we had in Luca Garza, who went over two thousand points for his career tonight, and a closer, uh, inching closer to the all-time record in Hawkeye scoring. I think he'll probably get there. Luca Garza is the one starter who played a good game tonight. Now, Jordan Bohannon ultimately was huge down the stretch. Uh, four free throws that really iced the game, and, and that's why you have him in the game late, not just his clutch three-point shooting, uh, but on a night like tonight where he wasn't playing great, you still put him in there late, get him the ball uh, when the other team needs to foul because he is... Uh, as money from the free throw line as anybody we've ever had wear a Hawkeye uniform. So nice to see that. But, you know, the starters just didn't play well outside of Luka Garza. And Fran didn't let them shoot out of a slump or anything like that. He he brought in the bench. And when he saw the, the kind of combination of guys who were providing the, the energy, who were providing the scoring, who were providing the defense, uh, who were providing a spark for this team, those were the guys who played. 
Uh, and those guys are Joe Toussaint, Patrick McCaffrey, Jack Nunji, who had a Tony Perkins had a nice game. Keegan Murray. Uh, Iowa's bench was great tonight. And that's why Iowa won. <laughs> Those are all the good things. And, and we'll talk a little bit more in depth about some of that stuff. Um, but let's talk quickly about why Iowa almost lost. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. If I was three-point defense doesn't give me a heart attack, uh, <laughs> giving up that many second-chance points will. Um it was incredible how much trouble Iowa had keeping Michigan State off the offensive glass. 20 offensive rebounds for Michigan State. 20. Uh, I mean, that's that's unacceptable. That, that was why several times they were able to stay in the game. I mean, they when, when they were going cold, and they got real hot there at the start, and they got pretty hot there for a, a period in the second half as well. But when they weren't hot, they were able to continue to score and continue to keep it close because 20 offensive rebounds. Um, and then the open threes that, that let them get hot jump out to a 13-point lead, I think, at one point, 26-13. Um, and Iowa obviously played great in the, in the rest of the, that first half, ultimately with a five-point lead, which did not feel like a five-point lead at halftime. And Thank goodness they they had that lead because the second half uh, I was just not able to pull away and this this porous defense uh, not getting rebounds not making free throws Iowa twenty three for thirty five at the line thirty five free throws that's a winning number missing twelve free throws is not usually a winning number. Um, you have to shore that up. Several of those were front ends of one and ones. Several of those were when Iowa had a one point lead, you know, late in the game. Must have free throws, and we didn't have them. Um, it's disappointing, though. It's more than that, though. It's concerning because what we're seeing is this is a very good team, a very good team. As good as we all hoped they would be, as good as they uh, have been expected to be, and as good as, as they're ranked and are considered by everybody else. Uh, but they are capable of being beaten on any given night, I think. Not against just anybody. You know, if they're a two seed, they're not going to lose the first round. <laughs> but could they lose to a seven? Yeah, yeah, they could if they don't play well, if they're not hitting free throws, if they're not defending at all, and if one or two guys aren't playing well. Luka Garza's going to get his, and we're seeing really consistent play from some other guys as well. Joe Wieskamp's usually very consistent. 
Um, but if multiple guys have an off night, I was going to be beat. And the problem is with the expectations on this team, it's it's not to you know go sixteen and four in a twenty game Big Ten season. It's to win six in a row in March. Can this team do that? I wonder. And I wonder now, after these last three games, much more than I did before these last three games. The loss to Gonzaga didn't worry me, other than, well, Gonzaga's clearly that good, and if we ultimately have to play them again, I I don't like our odds. But it didn't worry me about our team. Uh, The loss to Minnesota, you can explain that away. They kind of pissed it down their leg at the end of the game. You don't expect that to happen again. Um, But... These last three games, and obviously Iowa won tonight. We'll get back to the happy part of this, I promise. But these last three games really kind of call into question if this team is built to make that kind of a run in the tournament. I hope they are, and if, you know, maybe they'll get hot and they'll all play well. Um, You know, I'll certainly be pulling for that and looking for all the positives I can, but uh, kind of be real about how I feel you know usually my emotions go up and down during a game and maybe I'll feel differently about this tomorrow but this one feels like it's going to hang around a little bit longer and again not from this game in particular but just this kind of nagging feeling that um, you know this team has a few flaws it doesn't have many flaws and it can score enough to overcome a lot of those flaws it did that tonight but it's got a couple flaws that are often fatal in March Madness. And we'll see. We'll see. I'm happy tonight. I got the win. So the story tonight is uh, is Iowa's bench, who scored 39 points of the 84 total. That's an incredible number. And it doesn't tell the whole story. Part of the story is told by the minutes played. And Luca Garza played 35 minutes. He's the only guy to play into the 30s. And uh, the other starters played far less than normal. Frederick, only 12 minutes. He expected that. Uh, it was good to see him see him play. Didn't expect him to have an impact on this game, and, and he didn't. Um, just two points. But good to see him out there running around. Hopefully, he will be ready to go Thursday night for what is a huge game, obviously, against another top 10 opponent. Um, But minutes-wise, so Wieskamp had 24. Nunji had 23. Toussaint had 21. And let's talk about Joe Toussaint and the energy he provided tonight. Uh, He looked, he was aggressive, and he, he could score. He played well. He had 10 points. Uh, but his connection with Patrick McCaffrey on a couple of those plays where it was fun and fantastic, uh, the way he kind of runs that offense, the speed he has, he looked comfortable out there, and he had the bit of a sw- the, the bit of swagger that Jordan Bohannon lacked tonight and has lacked for a couple games now. I'm not going to go with the Toussaint should be starting over Bohannon, but Toussaint got the right amount of minutes tonight, and that's one more minute than Jordan Bohannon. He played really well. Jack Nunzi played really well. Two of two from three with 12 points, four or five from the field with eight rebounds. 
Jack Nunzi played a really, really good game tonight. I don't know if you buy into the plus-minus, but he had the best on the team with 15, plus 15. And then you had, you know, Murray and Patrick each got, Keegan and Patrick each got 15 minutes. Tony Perkins got 13 minutes and a good 13 minutes. He looked good out there. He looked fun. The future of this team, man, is is bright. Uh, you don't want to throw away or, or forget about or not appreciate what we have right now because what we have right now is the greatest player to ever put on a Hawkeye uniform, one of the best three-point shooters uh, to ever put on a Hawkeye uniform, and uh, a really good team that's been built for this year. But there's a future. There's a next year and a year after that and a year after that. And, you know, I don't expect this to be a a perennial top 10 team or anything like that. But that looked fun. Those young guys look fun. Obviously, Luka Garza not being here will change everything. Uh, but Jack Nunji played really well. I liked the, the five kind of bench guys you could throw out there tonight. And that's without Aaron Euless playing a whole lot. Um, the future of this team is, is of this program is bright. Uh, it was a fun game. Ultimately, they're always fun when you win. And anytime you beat again, I I've already dealt with this on Twitter. Uh, people are going to poo poo this win a little bit. Iowa only won by six. They're at home. Michigan State's bad. This is their fourth loss in a row. It's a historically bad Michigan State team at this point. Um, even though I think we saw tonight, they're not terrible. Um, People are going to say, eh, they should have lost. They didn't play well, whatever, whatever. Uh, enjoy this win, man. We don't beat Michigan State very often. This is Luka Garza's first win over Michigan State. Don't let anybody on this team's first win over Michigan State. Haven't beat Michigan State in five years. So enjoy this. Celebrate it. Oof, amp yourself up, man, because Tuesday... Ohio State comes to town, number seven Ohio State, who uh, is just playing fantastic right now, wins over Wisconsin, Penn State, and Michigan State the last three games. Let's do it. You know, you want to win a Big Ten, these are the teams you got to play. These are the uh, stretches you need to pull away and uh, and get some big wins. And then it's at Indiana this weekend to avenge that loss. So let's uh, let's get three wins this week, and uh, you know, make us all feel a little bit better. Uh, I hope you guys have a great night or a great day or whatever, a great week. I will talk to you again Thursday night, hopefully after another Hawkeye win. Thank you for listening. Go Hawks.